Hey, it's another episode here of uh, In Case You Were Wondering. Uh, I'm excited to have a really good friend of mine on this week. His name is Jeff. Jeff, how are you today? I'm doing well, Jordan. How are you? Good. Uh, let's get a couple questions so the uh, listeners know who you are a bit. Jeff, how old are you? 26. And what do you do for a living? I'm a high school math teacher. Wow. On a scale of 9 to 10, how exciting is that every day? Scale of nine to ten. Yeah, which one's <laughs> bad? <laughs> I'm gonna say every day has the potential to be a ten, but usually lives at a nine. <laughs> wow, that seems exciting. <laughs> it's, it's thrilling. Yeah. So, how long is your commute? Uh, it's about fifty fifty five minutes. Wow. That, you're you're a brave soul for doing that. Yes. So this week, uh, we got a couple things planned for you. Uh, Jeff and I are going to go back and forth in conversation about just different things we think about, things that make us mad, and we might get into some music as well. So <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, so Jeff, what is something that you think about? And it's not usually like a, a common thought that other people have, or it's something that you go, I wonder if other people have thought about this. So we're... we're I was thinking about this, and something my wife and I talk about a lot is we wonder what our dog is thinking. And I'm sure other people think that, but I'm, I'm really curious what my dog thinks about me. Like, is he, does he actually care about me, or am I just, like, the food dispensing, take me outside? Rub my belly. Yeah, butler, yeah. basically. Yeah, so I think I think you have an interesting relationship with your dog because yeah. you married you married into that. Yeah, it was it was it's my step dog. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like as if you have to uh, impress. It's like uh, impressing a brother, or it's like impressing a stepson. Yeah, is what it is. You gotta earn his respect. You gotta earn his respect. He doesn't call me dad. He calls me Jeff. He calls me <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> uh, Jeff, I need food. Right? Yeah, right now. It is it is interesting to know like. I think I think dogs in particular, cats are like the worst. So I yeah. don't even consider cats. They're animals. basically the enemy. Yeah, uh, I think dogs like think of you a certain way, and then they forget about it. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, I can get really upset at my dog, and he he will obviously be in fear of me. But then like two minutes later, yeah. he wants to like <laughs> play with me. Such a short memory, because. My wife will get really con- like concerned or upset with me mm-hmm. if if I discipline him, you know, like maybe too harshly. And but I'm like in forty five seconds, he's gonna forget that this ever happened because mm-hmm. I'm gonna feed him and he's gonna be thrilled. With he's, me. he's gonna be great. Yeah. So I think the thing that I really like about dogs is my wife doesn't go to the door and jump up and down when I get home. <laughs> Your dog does. My dog yeah. like <laughs> leaps in the air. He literally does. He just did for he, me. He just did for you when you got here. Yeah. That's what makes me excited about a dog. Yeah. And that's why I think like I think dogs really like us. Yeah. You know, like that's what that's how I can sleep at night, knowing yeah. that my dog jumps every day from when I get home from yeah. work. And it's a great feeling. Yeah. And he'll my dog when we get home, he'll come in and we'll he'll run into the, the bedroom and he'll jump on the bed and he'll do this thing where he wraps his, his two paw, front paws around my hand mm-hmm. as I'm petting him, yeah. like holds it there, like <laughs> <laughs> like on for dear life, yeah. and it's it's adorable and a little bit intrusive at the same time. It is. Like, I, I feel like I have the right to, to not pet you anymore. So this is something that I wonder about. Mm-hmm. It's a question that um, 
kind of plagues me at times. Mm-hmm. Oh, pretty much every day when I let when I let my dog out. Uh, and you might know the answer to this, but I often think of why does my dog have to make eye contact with me <laughs> while what, he poops? while he poops? <laughs> I don't know, but it's always the look of like. I don't know, just sadness. It feels like, or like yeah. a little bit of shame is what I what I see in him. It's it's like two parts shame, three parts sadness, and like four parts mystery. Yeah, you know, like. like but the thing is, is I can't. Yeah. I feel like I can't not look. Yeah, because then it's, you feel rude. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a very weird it's, situation. It's, it, but it is. It's it's locking eyes <laughs> with you. Like it would be so bizarre if that happened with people. Like yeah. if you left the bathroom door open and and you just looked at each other can you oh my goodness can you imagine and like but you don't say anything yeah it's not just, like when bo's yeah. pooping i'm just like good job bo yeah. or hurry up bo like yeah. it's just there's no communication yeah, it's, it's just, just all it's all eye contact all eye contact and he's yeah. he without a doubt if i'm with him or if i'm near him when he's yeah. going to the bathroom he he need, but he doesn't do it when he pees no when he pees he's just looking yeah, around, looking around yeah otherwise distracted but when he's pooping, yeah. he just he stares at me as if it's my fault yeah. that he has to do it. Like, you did this to me. <laughs> like a pregnant woman. Yeah. Get it out. <laughs> wow, I'm glad I'm not the only one. No, it, it seriously, he stares into my soul. Like, yeah. It's, it's terrifying a little bit. So I'm going to bring us to something completely different. Because mm-hmm. my wife and I have been battling about this. Mm-hmm. Because I think about this all the time, and mm-hmm. she thinks she has this great answer. I'm not too sold on it, so I want your thoughts on this. Uh, you know when the, the mirror on the passenger side window, yeah. or side of the car, yeah. what does it say at the bottom of it? Objects in mirror may appear may be closer than they appear. Or right. Something like that. Why don't all the other mirrors in your car say that? Maybe they are as close as they appear. <laughs> well, so... <laughs> I guess my question is, why is that one the special mirror? I feel like it's the angle that it that it goes at, you know. Mm-hmm. So because it's it's I feel it's def I in my experience it's definitely true where I'm looking out there and then yeah. I do the you know the check over your shoulder and you're mm-hmm. like that is, it looks like it's a hundred yards behind me but it's actually like in my blind spot. Yeah, it's right it's right next to me. So mm-hmm. I wonder if it's the angle that you look at it versus the angle the, where so the car's at. She's come up with like a similar thing. Mm-hmm. But my argument is the other mirrors are angled too, mm-hmm. you know? It's true. So depending on the angle of the mirror, it could say objects in the mirror might be further away. Than they appear. Like if you look at it in a certain angle, mm-hmm. you know? So I, for me, like I, I proposed to her mm-hmm. that we put that on all the mirrors, including like house mirrors. <laughs> just have a message at the bottom of your house yeah. where you may be fatter than you appear <laughs> keep shedding those paths that's that's not an accurate depiction of what you really look yeah. like right now but I mean for me it's been one of those lifelong I think about that every time I look yeah. over I'm like why don't the other mirrors or is that is that mirror I've never looked at it but I wonder if that one's like convex you know what I mean or, or yeah. concave whereas the other ones are maybe just straight I wonder if that maybe is something to do. I should should go look at my car when I leave. But that leads me to my next question is, if they do it with that one, Mm. why don't they do it with the other ones? Or why, like, just why? I wonder if it's, if if that, let's just go with the premise that it's concave and and, and that's why it does. I wonder if it's because you're looking at it at the angle. Mm -hmm. So in order to get what's behind you, I wonder if that one's the only one that really needs to be concave because the other ones are looking straight behind you. Your, your driver's side is looking 
can look straight back and your your rear view can look straight back. But that one has to be angled so the, you can the see rear view angle. mirror has baffled me since since my birth. Yeah. Right? So you get that thing you flick. Yeah, for, what is happening to that mirror? So I think I've learned it it I think it's for nighttime, but it, oh, it is for nighttime. Where, where, where it does the it What like is the dim- thing doing though? I think what? it moves it so you're you're basically looking at the the reflection on the roof or something like that. Like you're looking it moves huh. the mirror up a little bit. Wow. So so that it's it's like basically facing the roof. But why can't I just move the whole piece? I think you could, but this is like the exact right amount. <laughs> <laughs> the car is from, like if you just flip, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All you need to do is flip a switch and you do it. The you worst know. the worst is when I go to flip it and I go too aggressive and it moves the whole mirror all out of whack and I'm I'm thrown off. I got to then readjust it and then flip it again. I always my my worst is when I I forget that it's like that for whatever reason or it's like that by accident and I'm like, "Why? Why can I Why see is thing outside out looks so weird yeah. right now? <laughs> it doesn't look like yeah. I'm facing the same thing." Yeah. 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 Well, I'm glad we had that conversation cuz <laughs> That is that has been a that's baffled me. I always thought this is what I yeah. thought it was. I thought it was two different mirrors. You flick off one mirror and then another mirror somehow <laughs> adjusts down or up or something. Like a shade that comes yeah. down over it. Shows you what I, very little I understand. Well, about I'm definitely going to check to see if that mirror is is concave when I go out there. <laughs> you, should, you should text me when you figure I'm, that I'm out. I'm to find out. So we're gonna um, now we're gonna move on to probably my favorite part of this podcast because. You know me well enough to know. I just like to complain about things. Yeah, oh, me too. <laughs> there, yeah, yeah, that's t- two of us like to complain about things. Uh, so this part is where we just talk about things that piss us off mm-hmm. in life, but it really, in the grand scheme of things, shouldn't piss us off. So you got a, you got a couple things for me. I could stay. I, I'll stay in the car one. I think I've I've told you about this. My one of my biggest things is when people don't use their directional, and maybe that is a reasonable thing. I feel like that's reasonable because of the mm-hmm. safety, safety stuff. Safety but is sexy. It is. It is. And non-safety is ugly. Very unattractive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's just, it's one of those things where everybody in the world knows that you're turning because mm-hmm. you're braking, you know, or you're in the lane or whatever. But it's just, especially if, if, if I'm coming one way and I'm looking to turn or, or something mm-hmm. like that, or I'm going to pull out, yeah. that's the biggest one. It's like, I'm going to pull out yeah. and you look like you're going to turn, but you don't have your directional on. Like if they're going to turn, I'm trying to go left yeah, and they're going to turn right, right by me and they're breaking and it looks like they might turn, but you but don't want to go out yeah. and then you miss an opportunity because you only had that window yep. while they were breaking mm-hmm. and then somebody's coming from the right side and then you just, you have to sit there for longer and it's, it's just... It infuriates me. Yeah. I can see your, your, yeah. your veins popping out of your forehead. <laughs> uh, I think for me, when if I, you know, if I were to stay in the car on this one, um, I tweeted this out a while ago, but I, I, it still remains true. It rings true in my life. <laughs> Nothing to me on the road is more stressful than approaching a four-way intersection with stop signs. And you have three other cars approaching at the same time. Yeah. Because what happens is, Everyone blanks on the rules of the road, right? Like <laughs> yep. You show up and you gotta go straight, but a guy's taking a right, and you're just like, "I'll just let the guy go." Mm-hmm. But then he waves you on. But then there's a guy who wants to go straight the other way. Yeah, it, it's just it's mass chaos. So this is this is what I've done to counteract this. I will literally come to almost a complete stop about I don't know, 
20, 30 feet from the stop sign and let three people duel it out. And then as they're completing their duel, I'll come to the stop sign pretty much on my own. I got a yeah. clear cut. Like, I would rather come to a complete stop. <laughs> and give him, give him, just give him the space. Just let, let him duke it, yeah. it out. And then you come in and you take because over the. Because I, I know for a fact the that they're stressed out by it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't be the only one who's stressed out about no, coming to a four way. See, with the stoplight, it's different. They figure it out for you. Well, on the same idea, what infuriates me is when people have the right of way, but then they, they oh, don't they take don't the take right. The, I'm like, Bro, I'm yielding to you. I'm stopped. Mm-hmm. You could have just kept going. Yeah. But you're going to stop and wave me on. And now I'm like, well, do I go? And mm-hmm. you're waving. And then I do the thing where you nudge out and then they start to go again. And Ooh, you're yeah. just like, I'm going to lose my mind on you. Yeah. I, just, I have a situation where if you drive in front of my the school that I work at, mm-hmm. you would come to that end of the part of the driveway and have to take a left to go out. Mm-hmm. You don't have a stop sign because if you were to take a left, you'd keep going down a longer driveway, mm-hmm. which eventually brings you to the main road. Mm-hmm. But every day when I get out of school, I park behind the school. So I come out from behind the school and I'm coming to converge mm-hmm. at that little spot. And I have a stop sign to let those people take that left. Mm-hmm. Every single time I, I come across somebody, a mm-hmm. parent, another faculty member mm-hmm. uh no students because it's middle school although i'm sure that has happened before yeah where they stop there mm-hmm. and they don't have a stop sign yeah and i do and you, i used to just didn't like blow through the stop sign yeah you know what i do now i put my car in park <laughs> i'm not leaving i am not leaving this stop sign until you do the right thing yeah which is to go and it's a very, especially when it's a coworker. You never stop teaching, do you? No, no. <laughs> Shaping the minds of America. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> I am insisting that I you insisting, learn how to yeah. drive. But it, it, it seems like a simple thing. Like yeah. if I pull up to something, I'm like, oh, there's no stop sign. I'm not mm-hmm. stopping. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if I pull up to a stop sign, chances are I'm just rolling through it anyway. Mm-hmm. But especially if there's no stop sign, I'm just going to mm-hmm. go because the stop sign is very clear for everybody mm-hmm. to see. Yeah. I have one. Yeah. And it's very irritating. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. What else you got for me? Anything? Uh, I can go st- we'll stick with at Ooh, school. At yeah. school. So this is something that happens all the time where I have, I have juniors and seniors in high school this year, this, this year that's finishing up. And so most of them drive themselves to school. Mm-hmm. And the first period of the day is obviously a challenge to get them there. Even though we start at like 8 o'clock and they're – dumbfounded at how early this is i'm like See, I, my first class starts at 7 30 yeah and other schools are 7 15 or yeah. earlier and these kids complain that we start at eight i'm like you don't know how good it, you have it but mm-hmm. what infuriates me the most is when they show up they show up to first period class like five minutes late mm-hmm. with dunkin donuts mm. that's like you would have been here on time if not for your stupid dunkin donuts yeah or the worst is when it's like 15 or 20 minutes late with Dunkin' with Donuts. Because you're like, you knew you were late. Yeah. You weren't even close to on time, and yeah. then you still took the time to get Dunkin' Donuts. But let me just let me just. Are you going to battle back? Because <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're that guy. In fact, it, oh, let me t- this is a good story. I haven't told you this. Okay, so uh, I am that guy. So I, I had like five minutes in, to go until I got a punch in mm. for work. And there's a Dunkin' Donuts right down the road from where I work. Mm-hmm. And it takes literally like a minute and a half to get from Dunkin' Donuts to my to my parking spot at work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, there's a ton of cars in the drive-thru. I'm just going to go in real quick. 
you know, I'm going to get my, my one drink. That's mm-hmm. all I needed. I get there, and I quickly realize I made a yeah, fatal a, mistake. A horrible mistake. Yeah. This lady orders, like, eight drinks yeah. in front of me. Okay? And, of course, when you're ordering for other people, you have, you have to, like, read off of something, or yeah. you have to, like, remember it. Mm-hmm. She tried the remembering technique, which oh, always goes wrong. Devastating. As a math teacher, you'll appreciate this next part. Okay? Yeah. Because I, I was right mm-hmm. in math, which is very, very mm-hmm. rare. So she says, I'll take 20 munchkins. Mm-hmm. And I was instantly perplexed because they offer a box of 25 munchkins mm-hmm. for less money. So what they're going to do is they're going to charge you individually 20 munchkins, which would come out to more than yeah. a box of 25. So I said to her, thinking I'd be nice, mm-hmm. which is a mistake before, yeah. you know, at 6.55 in the yeah, morning. Yeah, don't talk to the strangers yeah. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I said, um, it is cheaper if you just buy 25 munchkins. Mm-hmm. She turns around, she goes, how does that make sense? I was like, well, and I explained the whole thing to her. Yeah. You know, exactly what I just told you. Mm-hmm. I said, they're going to charge you individually for 20 munchkins, and that's just going to be more than mm-hmm. the, the deal they give you for 25 <laughs> box, uh, box munchkins. And she's like, I think you're wrong. And because it's 6.55 in the morning, I had an outburst, and I went, <laughs> I just don't think you understand this concept. That's what I think the problem is. Oh, man. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal. But, hey, 6.55 in the morning, yeah. I was late. I ended up being, like, five minutes late for work. And I had that th- that feeling of, like, everyone knows I'm late, but they mm-hmm. see that the, I have Dunkin' Donuts. Well, that's – so I don't ever really get – I don't get – I'm not a coffee drinker, but my wife gets coffee, and we drive together to work every now and then, so we'll swing in to get coffee. And, mm-hmm. and at least this woman who is ordering for eight people mm-hmm. – went inside uh, there should be like a yep. there should be a limit on the drive-through there should be a big sign that says you can order for no more than two people in a drive-through or something i agree because like if you're ordering for a gang they got to do the whole a thing squad. you know it's a squad what other but, words i don't know gaggle a gaggle yeah <laughs> a horde yeah basically a pride i would <laughs> say posse but that's been that's been bad in the news recently yeah not not the way to go no. but it's just or and the other thing is with the drive through in the morning is they put the a team on a the school. drive through a school of people <laughs> sorry no going. they they put the a team mm-hmm. on the drive through they put the people a pack who, did you get pack <laughs> I'm not even gonna. <laughs> so they do. Oh, here's the thing: yeah. is it, they do it, put the A team on the drive and it's the schmucks that are on the inside line because they're like these people have all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I, I had somebody who was basically the worst employee ever mm-hmm. trying to figure out the person in front of me's order. Similar was just couldn't couldn't comprehend yeah. what was happening. Was it a was it was it a male or female? it was a female? It was a, it was a like 55 year old woman who definitely. Should have maybe they transferred her mind because I'm at the point with this woman at Dunkin' Donuts where if I see her working, I walk out. I do. <laughs> you have just lost my business. She has never ever gotten my coffee right ever. Yeah. You know what I take? I take a large trench vanilla iced coffee. Yeah. With two cream and caramel swirl. Yeah. Like. All right. I feel like that's not the most complicated order. No, it's definitely not, and it's just one coffee every yeah. time. Like, come on, lady, can't figure it out. She can't figure it out, and that bothers me. Yeah, it's infuriating. So you get mad at your students when they when they go to Dunkin' Donuts. When well, late. so I made I made a deal with uh, a couple of years ago when I wasn't even when I didn't care what I ate at all. I made yeah. a deal with them that I, if they showed up late with Dunkin' Donuts without something for me, mm-hmm. like a donut for me, yeah, 
then I would, so we have three markings. They have tardy, they have a single absence, or they have a block absence, because we have, and it's all about the points or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if you show up late without a donut for me, I'm going to change your chart tardy to an absent. Ooh. So that's like four times as many absent points, and if you yeah. get a certain amount, then you fail. But if you show up with a donut for me, I'll look the other way at your card. Ooh, you could be bought off. Yeah, I could, I could and yeah. it, it worked Yeah, for that, that first year. And then I, I stopped with the deal because I didn't want to, because I started eating like basically a donut every day because yeah. the kids were showing up <laughs> late every day. They would and rather it, pay for it. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good for me, <laughs> for my so, health. So my mindset in that is like, if I'm already late, like I might as well just embrace just being late. Just embrace it. <laughs> embrace the late. Then I don't feel rushed anymore. Yeah. Once I know I'm going to be late, I'm like, well, can't, you know, I can't turn Steer back time. Steer into the skid, you know? yeah. It's like, whatever, you know, I move on yeah. from it. I get that. So, anything else uh, really? I'm sure there are other things. Piss you off <laughs> that you, you want to bring to the table? Uh, so, I, had, I have, I mean, I'll stick with the students thing because mm-hmm. this is the one where it gets me every time where kids come in uh, when they were absent and they asked this question all the time. Did I miss anything? Did I miss it? Yeah. Yeah. No, we just sat here and, and cried about mm-hmm. the fact that you weren't we were here, here with us. Like we, we could, mourned. we couldn't function. We did a day of fasting. <laughs> <laughs> we fasted for math because yeah. you weren't here. Yeah. It's just like, what do you think? Yeah. Did I, or are we doing anything today? Mm-hmm. Like, no, we're just going to sit here are and stare at you. Like they come in at the beginning of class. Are yeah. we doing are we anything, doing anything today? today? It's what school. have we done yeah. all year? Like, you have 180 days of work. Okay, yeah. you might sprinkle in a few field trips. Yeah, might but, sprinkle in a movie. Mm-hmm. Although math, I feel like is really hard. Yeah, I definitely picked the wrong. I don't get. There's no such thing as a field trip or a movie mm-hmm. day for math. I I should have gone the English route because you read a book and then you watch, you watch the, the movie, movie on the book, or yeah. you go the history route. You go to a museum or mm-hmm. yeah. science. They go. Or our mine. science teachers take them to Canopy Lake Park every year. To do the physics of you, the roller coaster. You honestly stuff. can't find anything. I mean, I, I've thought long and hard, and I probably could, mm-hmm. but it would be a stretch. I'd be, I'd be stretching it. Take them to a baseball game and just teach them about statistics. statistics. I should. I should. We'll do money ball mm-hmm. from behind Ooh, the... nice. We could go to the Fisher Cats Or game, but just, take them to Vegas. Oh, that's... Gamble. Well, well we do... We do, like... I, I call them in-school field trips, where we're basically... We'll play with my statistics class. We'll mm-hmm. we'll play craps, or mm-hmm. we'll we'll do poker, and we'll talk about the statistics of different things and yeah. whether you, blackjack and things like that. But even then, they complain about it. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter yeah. what it is. That, you know, like we we went outside and we we played bocce, and all I asked them to do was keep score, guys versus girls. Then we came inside and we did some math on who was better at bocce, guys yeah. or girls. And they were complaining while we were out there. It's yeah. too hot. It's whatever. I'm like, you kids shut your days. mouth. You shut your mouth. Here we are complaining about kids complaining. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's true. So um, this next segment yeah. is about music. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, our, it's, everyone does this. In this segment, we're going to talk about misheard lyrics. Mm-hmm. There are pretty much, for me, it's any Elton Joel song. Elton Joel. Uh, Elton wow. Joel. <laughs> you just combined yeah, the just, two guys. My two, my two boys. <laughs> Your two boys. <laughs> I'm sure we'll edit that out. Uh, for me, it's Elton John. Yeah. I will mess up Elton John songs 99% of the time. Like, um, you know, it's all the same. <laughs> That's all he sounds like. Uh, all I know 
in the song Benny and the Jets is Benny and the Jets. <laughs> Benny! That's it. That's all I know. Yeah. Uh, and then I miss hear all of it. Oh, because the version Benny, it's like all it sounds like to me. Yeah, I'm worried with you. Yeah. Uh, so you brought one up to me that yeah. I think is really good. <laughs> Seriously, it's all I hear when I hear the song, even though I just looked up the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I still, so in Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake, during, I think it's it's the bridge or the chorus, but the real lyric is, get your sexy on. Mm-hmm. But all I hear is, who's your sexy cow? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, don't, whatever it is, don't yeah. have it, who's your sexy cow? <laughs> yeah. So it's the guy in the back. Yeah. The, yeah. It's, and it's just like, Every I still it's all this I hear. I'm convinced that that's what the actual lyrics are, and mm-hmm. they're passing it off as "get your sexy on." See, unfortunately, you fall into into my life motto of "you hear what you want to hear." <laughs> that's true. So I so do. Well, I'm concerned about you, Jeff. <laughs> well, I mean, I would be concerned about Justin Timberlake thinking that he's a sexy cow. Who's your, who's your sexy cow? <laughs> like that seems like a really strange bedroom conversation to have. Really? I don't know. There's, I mean, like, who's your sexy police officer is a common one, but, like... Common one? Are you dressing up like a... (laughs) A cow? Yeah. A cow costume? So for you, it's uh, Who's Your Sexy Cow with Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Sexy back. Mm -hmm. This isn't a misheard lyric, Mm -hmm. uh, but this is a... um, What do you say? A music theory that I have. Okay. Okay? You know the song Africa by Toto? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Just yeah. like that. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> um, I was mowing the lawn the other day, and I'm listening to it, just jamming out, and I, it dawned on me. It's the perfect song for when you're mowing the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it dawned on me that I believe that Africa inspired the storyline of Lion King. Okay. Show your work. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to hear mm-hmm. this out. Um, so the part where he says, so the first part, he's, he's arriving, I guess, in Africa or whatever. He says, um, I stopped an old man along the way, hoping to find some long-forgotten words or ancient melodies. He turned to me as if to say, hurry boy, it's waiting there for you. You know what that is? That's Rafiki right there, okay? Okay. Um, And then, of course, it's going to take me a lot to... It's going to take a lot to take me away from you. Yeah. That's his kingship. Yeah. Right? He's fighting it. It's going to take a lot to get away from that. Um, It rains in the movie during that fight scene Mm -hmm. with uh, the hyenas and Scar. Mm -hmm. So that's blessing the rains, okay? (laughs) Um, the wild dogs crowd in the night as they grow restless, longing for some solid, solitary company. Whoa. Yeah, the hyenas, yeah, right? for real. For real. Um, I know that I must do what's right, as sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Serengeti. That is... That is Pride Rock. That's Pride <laughs> Rock. <laughs> but that's, um, that's Simba yeah. saying to himself, because he runs yeah, away from it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, he knows I mean. he has to do what's right. Mm-hmm. Um, I seek to cure what's deep inside, frightened of this thing that I've become. Is that not Simba or what? Uh-huh. He's, he's, he's frightened. frightened. Oh, yeah. He's frightened of who he becomes. So. I hear it. Mm-hmm. Here's the final test, though. Oh, wait, wait. 
Hurry, boy. She's waiting there for you, Nala. Nala. <laughs> well, Nala didn't wait there, though. Nala came to him. Yeah, but then they had to, like, roll around in the grass. You could you could say that Sarabi was waiting there for him. Ooh, I like it. Sarabi! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Here's the final question, though. Yeah. When was Africa written? I would imagine in the 80s. That's what I think, too. But it would have to. That would be my final, my final contingency because I know that Lion King was ninety four. I think mm-hmm. eighty two. Wow! Holy cow! Twelve years. It's all lining up. It's all lining up. I could hear that. It should have. You know what? It should have done. It that should have been the soundtrack yep. for opening. Exactly. Screw the Hasselmania. It should have been. I take the rain down in Africa as the sun rises mm-hmm. and the antelope kind of yeah does his antelope head thing. You know what yeah. I'm talking about. <laughs> That that is my theory. Right, I think that that is a a reasonable theory. Thank you. There are other theories out there that I've heard about Lion King. About the Lion King. Ooh, not but, as good as that one. I don't. I don't think any are as exciting as that one. I will say, or on the uh, on the edge, bring you to the edge of your seat because it pretty much marries two of my favorite things in the whole universe, which are the Lion King mm-hmm. and Africa. Those are your two favorite things? <laughs> two of my favorite things. Oh, that's On like... a list of like a thousand things. <laughs> Although I will say that The Lion King is perhaps, it's actually definitively my favorite movie of all time. Of all time? Of all time. See, it's... And I would make an argument that it's at the, it's probably, it should be in the top ten of all movies ever made. Yeah. I would say it's the best Disney movie ever made. Oh, yeah. For sure. That's hands down. Yeah. Without question. Um, Anybody who says that Frozen is the new Lion King needs to watch the Lion wrong. King again. They're 100% wrong. Yeah. Frozen was good, but the Lion King is on another level. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to get into some headlines now. Mm-hmm. Um, now that you've, now that I've convinced you of my um, theory. so Convinced is a strong word. You have you have tickled my interest. Yeah. I'm going to do some more research okay. as I go home. And okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you know what I think. <laughs> All right, so let's meet a buddy named John Ripple. John this is Ripple. Pretty, this is a pretty sweet name, though. Okay. He's from Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, and he committed a crime. What was his crime? He robbed a bank. Dang. So he decided to rob a bank. This is what the article says. So he decided to rob a bank so that he could go to prison and no longer have to deal with his wife. <laughs> Said, but thanks to the decision of the U.S. District Court judge, the plan has backfired as he'll now have to deal with her permanently. yes. Ripple's punishment has seen him be placed under house arrest. That was the judge's decision? That was the judge's decision. That is, like, that judge is my hero. Yeah. That's one of the funniest, just the most perfect, that's justice being served. I was going to say, when people say there is no justice in the world anymore, I'm going to point to this article. That's perfect. Isn't that great? Well, because what else would he do? Because anything else is a victory for this guy. But, okay, think about his life, though. He would rather go to prison to not deal with his wife. I think my first question is, why don't you just move? Why don't you yeah. just, like, go away? Yeah. Just there's, find a different place. Like, there's a lot of, but maybe he's afraid Was prison of, the best yeah, option? Was his wife going to follow him wherever he went? I don't I don't know. That's, it's like... Well, because you've seen... I, I've seen television shows where people think about prison for a little bit. You're like, well, you get... Three meals a day. Yeah. You don't have to pay taxes. Yeah. You get time to work yeah. out and read bed. and bed. And that just seems like yeah. the way to go. You yeah. don't have to worry about any of this I'd, kind of stuff. I've never thought of that. but No? Well, but that's maybe one of the weird things that I think about. Is that 
Prison wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Oh, boy. But then I think about it a little bit longer, and I realize that you it probably would. About it. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, this this guy, or the wife, I, I, I don't really know who to blame here. Mm-hmm. The wife for being crazy. I don't even know if she was. He could be mm-hmm. crazy, you know? Here's the thing, though. I thought about this in my own life. Mm-hmm. Like, today. You thought about... No, no, no. <laughs> Definitely not. Like, today, she's my wife's been gone since, like, 10 o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't think about lunch until, like, 2, right? <laughs> I, was, I was like, I don't know what to do yeah. for lunch. I don't know what to eat. And I ended up making myself two grilled cheese sandwiches. With so, pepperoni. With pepperoni. Give, give yourself some credit. Yeah, they, were, I, they were deluxe grilled cheese sandwiches. Yeah, they were. <laughs> but the point is, is, like, if I were to decide, if I were to, decide to run away mm-hmm. or just not be near my Run away from home. Like <laughs> <laughs> Take my piggy bank. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I, I would get about two feedings and realize like I made a huge <laughs> feedings <laughs> this is just you're going back in time yeah. pretty pretty heavily here yeah I would go uh, <laughs> probably a lunch and a dinner away from mm-hmm. just realizing I made an awful oh, mistake a horrible mistake I, I just don't understand this guy yeah and that that really backfired yeah uh, as you are a math guy this next mm-hmm. one uh, you'll be able to figure it out I'm sure Says seven percent of all Americans believe that chocolate milk comes from brown cows, according to the National Representative <laughs> Online Survey commissioned by the Innovation Center of U.S. Dairy. Oh my dear! So do you know how many millions of people that is? Seven percent of the U.S. population uh, was U.S. population six hundred million, something like that. Something like that. So seven percent would be seventy million. Seventy no, million? No, no, no! I lied to you. you I did. totally lied to you. you. Did. No. The sixty million would be. This put you on the spot. Because this, I is got, this is the weekend, man. The end of the school year. <laughs> I'm shutting it down pretty hard. So sixty million is ten percent. So you're probably looking at. Um, well, hang on, I should figure it out. So it'd be uh, another eighteen below that. So call it uh, thirty. Uh, thirty-two. No, forty-two. There we go. Nope. Oh, that was a stretch. It actually comes out to. You heard that it was seven percent. Seven percent. Yeah. Well, I'm going with the hypothesis that there's 600 uh, million Americans. Yeah, then that's so not right. I don't know how many people there are in America. Uh, yeah. But it comes out to 16.4 million. Yeah, so there's significantly less than 600 million Americans. Yeah. That's all. That'd be a ton of Americans. Yeah. But yeah, so 16.4 Americans are misinformed about chocolate milk. Has that ever been a thought of yours, that chocolate milk comes from a brown cow? So, No. It has never, that's 7%. That's just an astronomical. My guess is, my guess is that, uh, I don't know. I don't have, I don't have any argument against why that would be skewed. What about, I mean, because most cows have, they're white and they have brown or black spots on them, right? So what do they think about those? I don't know. What, what, What is that? Is that like a. I don't, know, I don't like know. A mix, or maybe like half the udders give <laughs> white milk, and half would give. No, I don't know. I've never thought of of that to be true. No. Or because you make chocolate milk, well, like you, you have put to, chocolate you, syrup in it. Yeah, or it, like you have to make chocolate milk. Like so these seven percent of people are not only think that, but then they've, they've also never made chocolate they've milk. Never made, they've only been given chocolate milk. That's what that. That's what I concluded out of it. Like. 
That's really seven percent of Americans are too lazy to Which squirt chocolate syrup. In they've the milk. missed out on a on a great childhood. Yeah. If they've never made blame themselves. the parents yeah. is really what it comes down. They to. They never had Ovaltine. They never had Nesquik. <laughs> Ovaltine. More Ovaltine, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final uh, headline. Um, yeah, have you ever heard of Publix? You must have. You lived yeah, in yeah. Georgia. Right? Yeah, they have Publix. in Georgia. Yep. Man falls into deep fryer at Publix grocery store. Oh, dies. Dear. How big of a deep fryer is this? That was my first question. And where was he that he falls into it? He was working. He was cleaning it. And it oh, this was is a worker? Yeah. It says, according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Mansur Blount, or Blunt, if you will, mm-hmm. 37, was cleaning a deep fryer that was full of hot cooking oil when his leg slipped into it in June. This happened in June 2015, and it's just going to court now. That's unbelievable. She's suing them. The apparent accident happened at public store in Deluca, Georgia. Jeez. He was hospitalized following the incident and died on July 4th, 2015, as a result from severe burns. Blount's so, wife, Chrissy Blount, has filled a wrongful death lawsuit against the supermarket chain, arguing that her husband was unaware of the hazards of the hazard posed by the inner or by the thin metal metal cover which was placed over the deep fryer. I don't necessarily So wait, so this is Deep fryer, let's mm-hmm. picture this. Deep fryer, let's just assume that it's human, like a pretty big size deep fryer. It fit him in there. Yeah, so, you know, decent sized thing. He's cleaning it mm-hmm. while it's full of hot oil. Can you imagine if you rolled around in flour? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it would have ended up the too same soon. way. <laughs> too soon. Yeah. Well, it was two years ago, so you yeah. got a little time. But seriously, though, like, was there a lid on it? Is that what it's saying? So there was a thin lid, and they didn't tell him that, that if you fall on the lid, then... It's over? But why are you cleaning? What are you, are you doing? cleaning the outside of it while it's hot? But even still, like, that to me seems Under like... Under no circumstances should you be cleaning it when it's hot. No, that... And I feel like unless... I mean, you could maybe blame Publix for it if they didn't say that, but that's like the stupid labels that you see on this, like, caution... You know, bag will get hot when heated. You, yeah. know, you see that on the popcorn yeah. things. Yeah. Like, or do we really need to? We shouldn't s- need it, but stay aside. You know, it's just ridiculous. Here's something I want to talk about with this, though. Mm-hmm. This this one really got me thinking. Mm-hmm. Chrissy Blunt hopes Publix will pay for the in quotes here full value end quote of Blunt's life, as well as any costs related to the legal process. How much, now the question is, how much do you think you're worth? <laughs> how much do I think I'm worth? This, this is a lot of pressure on, on his wife, right? Yeah. Because you got to put a value. You have to put a value on your husband's life. That's, that's unbelievable. Well, so can this, you, now I guess another question to think about is, can you have an arbiter? <laughs> can you be assessed? Can, you, can someone assess your husband's life so you don't have to make this decision? Yeah, like a house. Yeah. Like a house valuing, and then maybe maybe you go fifty thousand over just to see if you know it's a hot market or something like that. For maybe dead <laughs> for dead for fried dead. Well, because right now it's a hot. You know, people are paying over asking price. So mm-hmm. I don't. Well, so I wonder if they do it as a calculation of like what income would have been, but then there's also because the full value because you could figure out what your income would be for you know carry. This is my salary for mm-hmm. X amount of years or whatever. But I I would like to think. That I bring other value to the right. world besides just my salary. It seems like salary. a really deep moral question. It is. To the fullest value of this person's life, they're going to have to figure out. I wonder out. if there should be a point system. Mm-hmm. 
that like for all the things that you do in your life, you get a certain amount of points, and then those points translate to a uh, a percentage of. Or you could just yeah. do a dollar system, right? Like if, like if okay, let's say my incident at Dunkin' Donuts, I would have lost like ten bucks for that. Right? <laughs> yeah. But I would have gained five bucks for trying to help. Trying her. to help. I yeah. ruined it. So really, I'm only down five. Yeah. But I've done other nice, a few yeah. other nice things in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean. So I guess if like, but that's really hard to record. Yeah, that starts to become. I wonder if it's tedious. Well, because then you got to just think about the full value for for the wife, though, right? So Mm -hmm. I just got to think about my wife and the value that I bring to her. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, there's certain things that I might do, but a lot of it she could probably, Mm -hmm. by probably I mean 100% do on her own. Like, so I don't know how much value I mean really the only value that I bring is moving heavy things around I feel yeah. like that's I the only my, that's the only unreplaceable value but even that's replaceable by a different husband yeah like for I think about it in in my relationship with my wife I think mm-hmm. eye candy like that's it for me <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. eye candy yeah eye candy and arm arm candy yeah so trophy husband that was headlines yeah. Jeff I had a lot of fun doing this yeah, with me you too man you did yeah I did good were you nervous at all I was happy. Good. You're my bud. Appreciate you guys listening. Um, Reach out to me. Give me some feedback about what things you want to talk about. Maybe you have some things that piss you off that you you want me to talk about or you want to come on. Hey, if you want to come on, just send me a message. I'll have you on. I'm I'm down for that. So, uh, again, thanks for listening and uh, have a good day.